Joining us on the program today, we have Jeanette Stanton, and she's the director of the Oklahoma Film and Music Office. And Jeanette, good morning. Morning. Glad to have you on the program today and wanted to talk about your office a little bit. And we've seen uh, so much uh, going on in Oklahoma and even right here in the Chickasha area about uh, uh, a lot of activities uh, going on in the Film and Music Office and just uh, promoting Oklahoma as a whole to uh, be a great site to, to film movies and TV shows and the like. Absolutely. Yes. We're, we're very excited. Um, I can, I can share with you um, kind of ins and outs of our office if you'd like. Yeah. Let's just start about uh, just giving a, a history of the office. Cause it's fairly new, uh, but what less than five years old. Um, no, actually, so our office was actually created in 1979. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, I know. Um, currently, we're a unit of the Department of Commerce, um, and which works to promote Oklahoma as a viable hub for film and television and music productions through the administrati- administration of the state um, incentive program and promotion of workforce, businesses, and locations. And... How many employees are you up to now? Yeah, so our office, we're, we are a, a, a mighty team of five right now. A mighty team of five. Well, you're doing great work <laughs> for a team of five, I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're, have a, we have a great team. Um, we work together and collaborate together. Um, I couldn't be more excited about who we have in place right now. Talk about, uh, can you estimate the number of movies and TV programs that have been filmed in Oklahoma over the last several years? Oh, boy, that's a big number. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we have, you know, I've had the pleasure of being with the, with the Film and Music Office for almost 10 years. So I have been able to see um, a ton of growth, um, you know, over the last 10 years. I remember when there was only four films utilizing the state's incentive program, um, all the way up to a few years ago when there were um, about 33 films. So I can tell you, um, so we operate on a fiscal year, so we're mid-year to mid-year. Um, but I can tell you, um, you know, last fiscal year 23 and fiscal year 22 um, and fiscal year 21, just those years alone, so three fiscal years in total, there was um, 71 films that shot in Oklahoma. Um, and so, and you know, if you go back all the way to fiscal year, you know, I don't know, 11, you know, so that's going to be in 2010, 2011, there were only five. So that kind of gives you an idea of the growth that we've been able to see. Um, so we, we couldn't be more grateful to the support that the local community has given and, and first and foremost, state leadership support for, for, to the film and music industry. We know a lot that's been going on, especially the last uh, year here in Chickasha with the the Twisters uh, sequel. Uh, And that was kind of an interesting ordeal after they got started. They had the Writers Guild strike, and so things were put on hold for a while. But uh, they were finally able to get uh, filming done, I think, last week. And uh, they've got all the the sets that they used has been cleared off. And, you know, they had a neighborhood blocked off for, uh, gosh, quite a while. But uh, everything's kind of back to back to normal now. You can't even tell that they there's a film crew here. <laughs> goes, um, and that just gives you kind of an idea of their professionalism, too, right? They come into an area, um, spend money. Um, ultimately, this industry is really, that's really their sole purpose at the end of the day is they come into any any city across the nation and spend money. 
Um, they build what they need to do with the resources allowed in, in that community. Um, and then they clean up, they clean up and, and they go. And I guess uh, that the, the film's supposed to be maybe released uh, middle part of this year, maybe summertime of this year? Yeah, I think Universal is working really hard to keep that date um, intact. Obviously, with the strike, um, you know, they had to, they only had about two weeks of filming left, you know, to finish the project up when they had to go, when they had to leave due to the strike. Um, so you can obviously imagine the, the disappointment. Um, so they were, um, they came back to finish. And so they're really trying to make that summer release date. Ultimately, that, that was the goal is to have a summer blockbuster. So we'll, we'll see. Hope, fingers crossed. Talk about how they found Chickasha, and I'm sure you were your office was an integral part in that, and just uh, what they what they liked about the locations that they were using, and uh, how that all came about. Yeah, well, as you can imagine, it is it's a process, right? Um, when a, when any film is looking for a location across any state, um, a lot of it is script based, based on what they're looking for the script. Um, the director gets involved with the production designers, and then. They decide, you know, what what can make this this film come to life. What what kind of feeling they're looking for. What kind of overall look are they looking for? Um, and they'll come in and they will scout the entire state to see what they need, to see what they like, to see what works. Um, and they actually, Twisters was able to use some of our local location scouts, so um, local crew members, to help them kind of point them in the right direction based on what their needs were and their look that they were looking for, and say. Check out this place. Check out that place. And Chickasha was on the map, so it, it made the cut, I should say. Well, yeah, because there were several locations used. I think El Reno and Guthrie. Uh, I know for two others that uh, were uh, the film uh, that they were using as well. Yeah, absolutely. They, since this is a road movie, they were certainly um, they hit many locations. Um, they housed out of uh, the production office was housed out of Oklahoma City. Um, but yes, so El Reno, Chickasha, um, a little in Oklahoma City, they a little bit in Pawhuska, um, Kingfisher, Okina. They kind of made the rounds. And who was primary in uh, here in Chickasha to uh, help help those guys scatter around for for locations? Well, um, your very own Jim <laughs> Jim was involved. Jim uh, Cowan. Was, Jim Cowan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jim is a great friend of the office. He is, um, he's done a lot. He's a big proponent of film and music in the area. He's certainly, from an economic development perspective, he really sees the value that it can bring to the community. Um, and so we really appreciate his efforts anytime. Um, we enjoy working anytime with him. Yeah, and his son John was, uh, he was like the site director or something, if I remember right. Is that cool? yeah, yeah, he came on. I'm just to hire him as um, um, one of the locations. Um, crew members, so it was great experience for him. So it was very exciting to see him able to to jump on to this production. And let's let's uh, rewind a little bit uh, because uh, things really got hopping uh, about the time the pandemic hit, and a cowgirl song uh, was filmed here uh, in Chickasha about that time. And uh, Cheryl Ladd was really the 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 big name star in that, but uh, uh, an Oklahoma girl. Uh, uh, was making her name uh, known about that time, too. That was exciting. Absolutely. So, Cowgirl Cal Song um, was filmed um, a couple years ago, um, right around the pandemic, like you said. I think it was, um, you know, so it was a really tough time, you know, obviously for every industry across the nation. Um, <clears throat> interesting about film, though, was that it, it 
obviously can be shot in an open, a safe space. Um, so we were very excited to see the number of films that happened during that time that were able to be done safely. Um, but it obviously was, you know, industry-wide. Um, there was a lot, a lot going on. Yeah, Darcy Lynn Farmer had just uh, made it big on America's Got Talent and, uh, you know, a major winner there. And she's going on to do some really amazing things uh, on her own since then. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we um, also, obviously any local Oklahoma music, music based, film based, um, we're excited to see Oklahoma's talent rise to the top. As you probably know, Oklahoma has a really rich music history. Um, I expect that to keep going for the years to come. And our office is, you know, again, working with state leadership to make sure that that, that happens because there a, there's a big economic impact that can happen from the creative industry. Another local uh, uh, tie is uh, the Imaginaries, uh, Maggie McClure and Shane Henry. Of course, Shane has roots uh, right here in the Grady County area. Maggie grew up in Norman, and uh, they're they're doing some great things, uh, uh, touring and doing very well with songwriting and uh, hooking up some some great uh, nationally known groups. Um, we obviously follow their career very closely. Um, I would say that those two, they are a force not to be reckoned with. They have so much um, drive um, and ambition, and um, we look forward to seeing what they can what they can accomplish in the future. Let's shift to uh, Killers of the Flower and Moon, and that was a most recently released movie with uh, Robert De Niro. Uh, a very uh, interesting movie. Leonardo DiCaprio, too, right? That's correct, yes. And uh, talk about how all that came around and uh, all the work that's been going into that one. Yeah, so, you know, that film has obviously a very rich history. Um, they actually contacted our office um, in 2017, if you can believe it. Um, so that's sometimes that's how long it takes for these things to actually happen. Um, it actually didn't sh uh, start filming until 2021. So that kind of gives you an idea. It changed hands a few times. Um, it was owned by a company named Imperative, then, then switched to Paramount, then switched to Apple, then became a collaboration between Paramount and Apple, um, Paramount being the distributor, Apple being the production company. Um, it is the largest on-location um, film that the state has ever seen. Um, and so a film of that magnitude um, is simply, you know, it's, pretty incredible to see it come to life. Obviously, with having a director um, that, of that magnitude, you know, come on board and work in the state is something to be very proud of. They, um, the director and the production team worked very, very closely with Osage. Um, that was extremely important to them to have that collaboration with them to tell the story how they wanted it to be seen on the screen. Um, and so we couldn't be more proud of um, what, what, how, it, how it looked on the screen. And um, we've, I've had the opportunity to see it a couple of times. And it is, it is a long movie, but it doesn't feel long. So it's now streaming on, on Apple. And um, if anyone hasn't seen it, I would really encourage you to see it. Um, it, it, is done, it is done very well. Another high-profile TV series that uh, uh, was filmed here, the, the first year was uh, Sylvester Stallone and the Tulsa King. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, obviously, a series um, for Oklahoma. I will say that um, Tulsa King is the largest um, series that Oklahoma has seen, but not the first. 
Um, Reservation Dogs is actually going to be the first series that Oklahoma saw. Um, and what's so special about Reservation Dogs is Reservation Dogs was created and directed by a local director named Sterling Harjo, um, who lives in Tulsa. Um, and he um, got picked up by FX and had a, did, had a great working relationship with them. And he insisted that, the, that it took place in Oklahoma, and they did it. Um, so they did their pilot here, first series, second series, third series. Um, it's received ex- extremely uh, high accolades across the board for every season, won multiple awards. Um, and so we couldn't be more proud of having a local develop that project here and, and really sticking to his guns for having the project be done here. Um, Tulsa King was the second series and that Oklahoma has seen. Of course, we just saw the first season, um, but couldn't be more excited. Um, like I said, it was the, the largest one we've seen so far. Um, and so we were excited to work with Paramount and 101 Studios on that project. And we hope to see more projects like the, like series, you know, whether um, big or small, come to Oklahoma because series really helps with the jobs. Um, it keeps consistent jobs going um, throughout the year. And talk about uh, companies uh, uh, using, you mentioned early in the program, incentives that, uh, that are offered. And uh, talk about uh, those incentives and how they come about. Yeah, so mo- um, about 47 states have some sort of um, incentive for filmmaking. Um, so at the end of the day, it is a business development tool that many states use to generate economic impact within the state. Um, Oklahoma is one of them. Um, we couldn't be more thankful for what we have right now, which is $30 million. Um, You know, $30 million, um, it is a cash rebate, so um, it, it operates very similar to a typical cash rebate. Um, individual production companies, studios, independent producers actually have to spend the money in the state before any money is handed out. Um, some states have tax credits. Some states um, have grants. Um, but we are extremely competitive. We do 20 to 30% um, cash back on the spend that's happening in the state. And, again, it is a viable business development tool um, that many states use for economic impact. And for individuals uh, that are maybe looking for some acting work, don't you have, like, uh, something on your website where people can go to and uh, if there's a casting call for some of these uh events can people can go on your website and get information about those um absolutely um we do post crew calls and casting calls on our website um we do recommend that um obviously there's some casting agencies in the city um uh actor factory is one of them um and they they have you know if anybody really wants to see what it is to work on a film um see what the film set is like we always encourage individuals to try to get on as an extra um, to really see what it's like behind the scenes, to see if it's something that you'd like to do. Um, but we, you can always use our office as a resource. We have a very robust website. I want to go back to um, uh, we know that Chickasha is now is, is an official film-friendly city in Oklahoma. And what are the qualifications for that? And uh, let's talk about that for a couple minutes. Yeah, absolutely. So um, our office has a film-friendly certification program. Um, It was relaunched in 2020, um, and the purpose of the program is to make sure that communities really understand how to be film-friendly and what does that mean. What what happens when a production comes to your city? What are what is the city going to be asked to do, not asked to do, required to do? 
Um, and so we developed a certification program to assist to assist with that. So the requirements for any city to be film friendly is they have to have a certain amount of locations, pictures, and our in our online database. Um, they have to have a uh, one. They have two to three representatives from the city that are almost a film friendly team. Um, obviously, there can be just one point of contact, but we do like two to three representatives from the city so that, that many people can know what's going on. Um, and then we do require, um, we have a, a, a very robust um, package online um, that we require everyone to, to look through. And then first and foremost, we have a permitting requirement. Um, many cities have permits now. Um, some cities don't have permits. And so we worked at that process um, because we want the cities to have permits for filmmaking. Um, and really it's a safety requirement, right? We don't want a production coming into a city just start shooting, and the city doesn't know anything about it. Um, and so we have a we, we work with the cities on on different permit requirements. We do have uh, our local filmmaker Reagan Elkins, who's uh, very active with your with your office. Yes, Reagan is a great asset to Oklahoma. We've we've seen his facility before and seen and seen his growth. Um, we are extremely excited that that a local filmmaker is able to establish a business. Um, make that business work, um, and, because that's what it's really all about, right? Um, jobs, um, jobs and spend. And so we are here to certainly support their efforts along the way. Let's talk a little bit more about the music uh, sector now, though. And uh, we all know there's some great country artists that have come out of Oklahoma over the years, some great Hall of Famers. Um, and you're working to continue to grow that, that side of the uh, talent industry as well. Yeah, absolutely. So we do have a music side of our office. Um, we would, um, we're continuing to support the music community as much as we can. We have a music database for talent and support services. Um, we actually will be doing some big changes to those databases very soon that we are very excited about. But also, too, we want to see an injection of Oklahoma music through film. Um, so there are some additional incentives that can be offered if you're partnering with um, a local recording studio or if you're partnering with a local musician or a local composer. And so we're really trying to um, inject, like I said, music into film. Um, but long term, we'd like to see music stand on its own as well. Um, we'd like to see um, some additional incentives perhaps for, for music or for, for musicians or for perhaps venues. And so um, it's our office's intent to continue that conversation with state leadership. Tell us about the Rhythm and Roots Music Trail. Yeah, so Rhythm and Roots has been around since about 2015, um, and we our office was actually housed at the Department of Tourism before we moved to the Department of Commerce about three years ago. Um, so while we were at the Department of Tourism, we worked with um, you know um, travel promotions to curate this website called Rhythm and Roots, um, and it really was an effort that was made to highlight the rich history of Oklahoma music. So you can go onto that website and you can do a virtual music trail. Um, and you can see really some of the most renowned artists. Um, you can try to see where they're from. You can see some landmarks. Um, and the Department of Tourism um, continues to develop that process um, along with working with um, the lieutenant governor to develop that process as much to really, again, highlight, you know, what Oklahoma um, has, has to offer and, and, who, and, and what has been here before. Let's uh, 
talk about go back to movies let's talk about some possible productions here in 2024 and i i know there's been discussion about maybe doing a uh, another movie in chicka shape perhaps a christmas-based movie well, I, well, TJ certainly has a perfect look for a Christmas space movie. Yes. Um, so we would we would welcome any film, obviously using um, the beautiful town to to highlight that. Um, but we continue to work with several productions. Um, we obviously have a, a very um, heavy application process for productions that want to use the incentive program. Thus far to date, we have pre-qualified about twenty films to shoot in Oklahoma, um, and so we expect. You know, middle of January, it's almost there till right now, about April, will be pretty busy throughout the state regarding production. Um, some are smaller, some are medium. Um, and so, again, we continue to recruit the state as a viable hub to film the music um, production. Um, and so we've been very happy so far. You are going to be in Chickasha next week. What's this all about? <laughs> yes. So for the first time ever, our office is really we're really diving into um, that film-friendly program. As we continue to provide resources to communities, um, we will be doing a, a you know an all-day workshop. Um, so we're doing two across the state. Um, we're doing one in Chickasha and one in Owasso. And what we've done is we've hired a local um, locations team. So they're called Locations Unlimited. Um, it's two individuals that are location managers, um, and between both of them, they probably have about 30 years of experience. They've worked with small productions, very, very large productions. Um, and so, and the locations manager is really the first point of contact that the city will have with a film representative. Um, so that's why we're starting there. And they're really going to go through kind of the A to Z, right? What happens when this person comes into your town and they ask for the world, right? Or, and, and you don't possibly know exactly what they're asking for, or you don't know how to respond. Um, or you don't know exactly, you know, how much they're going to really be asking from you. And so we're really diving into um, kind of, like I said, the A to Z process so that communities can be better prepared for production. And because we want the communities to succeed. We want them to feel comfortable with film productions. We want them to be able to understand um, exactly, you know, what's going to happen. Um, and, you know, um, I, so it's our job um, and, our, and we feel our responsibility to really help in that process. So we'll be providing these two all-day trainings. We've invited um, several communities. You don't have to be film-friendly um, to come to this workshop, um, but it goes down from the city, um, city leadership to the film-friendly liaison um, to attend the, this workshop, and, and we're very excited about it. We think it's going to be very successful and a, and a huge benefit to the community. Jeanette, what else do we need to know about the Oklahoma Film and Music Office? We've covered quite a bit this morning. Yeah, so, um, you know, again, our mission is to work with businesses, um, crew, and communities to, to make sure that, you know, we're really making this a viable industry within the state. Um, similar to um, oil and gas, film and music needs to be up at the top. Um, that, that's the way we feel about um, this industry. Again, um, we feel, you know, this industry, again, they come in and they, they spend money in your city. Um, that is, that is, so the city's ROI is infinite um, because that is the purpose. You know, they come in, they build something, they make something, they shoot something, and they, and they need resources to do it. Um, and so our office works hard to really 
spread that message across the state and, and really be a resource for, for everyone across the state. Um, so, again, we're, we're super excited um, to work with state leadership on it um, and, and, and welcome, you know, any input. Anyone can reach out anytime with any questions. Jeanette Stanton, she's the director of the Oklahoma Film and Music Office on our Real Estate Today program today.